0: Flimflam, she's Wonko, and this is episode four of season three, The Deliverer. Yeah. Hi, friend.
1: Hi, friend. So,
0: um, before we started,
1: I was like, how are we going to make this podcast entertaining? Because this is a really horrible episode in every way. Mm. Very bad. So, yeah. So, as you know, guys, we don't script these. We just talk shit whatever comes up. Uh, But I'm just going to put a little trigger warning in at, at the start because... Although this episode does not deal with literal rape, it is very much figurative, metaphorical, and not very subtle metaphor yeah. at that for rape. Um, so if that's going to upset you, there's a good chance that we'll bring it up, even though we don't script. I'm pretty sure that we'll have to talk about it when we get to that scene. Yeah,
0: and I and I think that's going to be the case for the next couple of episodes as well. So. yeah
1: yeah because the consequences of this continue into into the next episode and into probably the rest of the season (laughs) so yeah
0: so good times ahead
1: (laughs) so there's your warning i'm sorry guys i thought i I, know we've we've discussed upsetting things before but we've never actually bothered to put a trigger warning in but we'll do it this time
0: yeah Um, i think it's worth
1: it for this yeah that's fair so the episode begins with aries again
0: he's been in the season so much well, um, it, the episode opens with Ares, very much out of sequence, and this episode is mm-hmm. clearly out of sequence because it opens with him twirling a sword around, surrounded by weapons and shields of a particular design that we've seen very recently. In fact, we saw last week. Yeah. Um, and he talks about, "I've I've got this new metal. I'm thinking of giving it to a few of my chosen ones." So this episode was clearly meant to to run before. Last yeah. week's um Dirty Half Dozen. Yeah, not, yeah. I, d- changed.
1: I don't I don't uh Hmm, yeah. I don't know why mm, they did that mm, either. I didn't mm. I, I did sort of notice it. I was like, what metal again? This is a bit <laughs> And neither yeah. of them when Xena and um Ares meet up during the episode, neither of them um mention their most recent encounter, but they are both going on about the Furies.
0: Which would have been their most recent encounter. <clears throat> yeah, probably. So,
1: yeah. yeah, you're right. So it seems mm. to they changed the order of the. Yeah, they do seem yeah. to have changed the order. Maybe this was originally supposed to be the season opener. That would have been a yeah. real fucking oh, cause, statement cause... of intent, wouldn't it? Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> <Frosted> <laughs> alive.
0: Because the Furies should have been the season ender last time, is that right?
1: Or been there, done that. They were both filmed as part of season two. Okay. Okay. Yeah. God, imagine if this had been the season opener! Jesus Christ! Ooh, change Oof. of key. Yeah, bloody hell! That would Big have been, that change. would have marked some extreme demarcation between the quite comedy heavy season two. Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. Playtime's over. Playtime's over,
1: kids. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that wasn't the case. I'm glad they let us work up to it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So oh. so, we ha- so we have this slightly um, disorienting, this should have been last week's episode, but, but never mm-hmm. mind that. We also have a conversation with a new god, Discord, who I think has probably a- appeared in Hercules before now, but as you know, we don't even go there, Jennifer. Yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to get but, that. that it's a ridiculously end joke. That no one is gonna get because the people who know the joke don't listen to the fucking podcast.
0: I wasn't. I was just gonna move straight on. That was just for you. <laughs> that was a little Easter egg just for you.
1: An Easter egg just for me, since it's Easter. There we go. Yeah. All right. Never mind. Right. Moving on, then, lads.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah,
1: Discord. I think she appears again in the series, doesn't she?
0: Um, yeah. She. She seems. She. I remember. She seems quite familiar. I've seen her a few times, and I think yeah. that's probably more on Zena than on. Hercules.
1: Bound to be. Um anyway, mm. so they're discussing a cult. Um they both there this is there's some god, new god on the block. Um and Ares is gonna send one of his best men down there, but he has got his best mortal on the case to destroy the god's temple. Yeah. Uh because obviously that's all you need. You just destroy the destroy the temple and that's it. The god the god is totally fucked in if it's not got a if it's not got a house. Yeah. Yeah um
0: yeah my cat's and just d- leapt d- up on me from the from yeah the no, say, this, you're, you're <laughs> covered covered in pussy
1: yeah i'm a pussy magnet me yeah um so i might just be holding the cat for the rest of the episode which will probably help me to be honest in a bit of an emotional support animal it makes a <laughs> we're, we're gonna need soothing, it we're gonna need it pleasant noise um pleasant. so it's interesting right because these um it's it's a sort of interesting um Theological conflict that's be beginning to be set up, yeah, isn't it between the the ancient gods? Yeah,
0: the, the, the 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 pantheon is is being threatened by the emergence of a of a new religion, which yeah. you know, that happens.
1: It happens, yeah. Um, and the none of them really want to go up against this god because they're they're scared of him. Yeah. Um, but they're going to send mortals to do a proxy war.
0: Um. So that's yeah, they're the gonna, setup. It's going to send a good mortal though.
1: Well, they're going to send someone that is quite good at destroying temples, I guess.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but but someone who's not who's not these days renowned for doing exactly as Ares suggests. <laughs> yeah. So Zena and
1: Gabrielle, we were introduced to Zena and Gabrielle in the episode, having one of their cute philosophical discussions. You know how Gabrielle is that like does a lot of philosophy, like yes. I think <clears throat> we all came
0: from the sea, and uh, whatever else. What, what- what what if what if the Earth was round, what if yeah stars were balls of gas you know all that kind of
1: stuff. all that sort of thing, and this i I forget exactly what she's talking about about how big things are made of small things. I think she's i think I think she might yes. be discovering
0: atomic physics maybe i that that was <laughs> my take on it, so a mountain <laughs> right, if you think about it is made of rocks and and rocks are really just like big stones and stones are just mm-hmm. like big grains of sand and
1: yeah, we
0: are, you know we are all one with the universe. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed that cute
1: moment with Zena being a little shit, mm. ruining, ruining the theory. Um, because that's the last time that that you're going to see them actually having fun together for about I don't know six weeks at least. At uh, least, yeah, a quite a long time. <laughs> there will be quite a long time <laughs> before they actually start having uh, fun again. So, fun times, yeah.
0: man. This. This cuteness is interrupted when they they come across some prisoners being uh, led off. The the prisoners of um, they, they're, not, they're kind of no. semi 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 crucified. They they're you know arms strapped to big logs. Yeah, they're, they're they're walking along, and it's a, a Roman soldier taking some prisoners from the island north of Gaul. And we know um, that, and it's clarified in that kilts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. And here comes a second trigger warning. um As we've mentioned, the K word. You may want to turn your headphones down while while my colleague holds forth. I'm not going to hold forth. <laughs> oh, good. Am I? Were you expecting
1: me to make some sort of like they shouldn't be wearing kilts? That's a Highland thing. Rah, rah, rah. Is that what you're going to expect? Were you expecting me to say? No, that? not really. Because it's really. Ke- it's just Celtic. Yeah. They're just Celtic, generic, you know? generic, generic, Celt. generic Celtic. You know that's fine. Yeah. Um. So the the basically these guys, uh, the Romans that are escorting them, claim they're criminals who have who are going back for trial. And Zena's like grudgingly accept this until um the big man, the man in charge, the man Galadriel's husband. That's where you know him from, if you're wondering. Um. He. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh. He says the C word. Covid. No. Uh, Caesar. No. Yeah, and this and Xena um, Z- does
0: a uh, yeah, take.
1: <laughs> and Xena <laughs> completely falls for this immediately because um, she, you know, if there's one thing she's guaranteed to be triggered by, like literally, it is Caesar. Yeah. Uh, and so she frees them, despite knowing absolutely nothing about them. All she knows is that Caesar doesn't like them. Therefore, they must be good. Makes sense. The oh, enemy, well. as Doxer might say, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. My
0: frenemy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it turns out, so they, they've they been arrested. Basically, this guy, Craftstar, is um, the unlikely Celtic name of, of this guy. I've, I've called uh, him Galadriel's husband throughout my notes. Oh, it's um, well. He's also Boreas, isn't he? That's yeah. That's he how is we're also Get to know him better. Yeah, yeah. he's actually when quite he's, a good, much better,
1: quite a good actor. This fellow, he can do accents. Yeah, yeah. Unlike a lot of the Kiwi extras, uh, he can actually do asc- accents, and he's doing quite a good smarmy Brit
0: here. He uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's that classic. <laughs> I, I, we're not spoiling very far ahead if we say it's a, a bit of a bit of a classic British villain appearance. Yeah. of a very well spoken softly spoken but a bit sinister
1: man in a kilt. although yeah. although
0: it's I think he's actually Hungarian isn't he is he of Hungarian stock I believe isn't, yeah isn't
1: he isn't he, isn't he from New Zealand
0: oh I don't know anyway <laughs> <laughs> my, my research doesn't go that far okay just goes as far as thinking I think I read somewhere once maybe he had some Hungarian I don't know I don't know. Um, yeah, so so he's anyway. Krastar has been drumming up mercenaries to go and fight with your friend and mine, Bodicea. We well, don't call been, her that. Are more, we going do we? to pronounce
1: her that? Are we going to pronounce it that way? That's well, incorrect. I think we have to. I,
0: it's I know. Wrong though. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of wrong. There's there's a lot of wrong in in I don't this. Because
1: call her Bodicea. That's just such a flowery name. Her name was Boudica. Yeah, that's a much better name, Boudica. You know, like... Oodica. Yeah. So God, talk about turning but. volume down. <laughs> they had yeah. a trigger warning. So they're calling her... <laughs> so they're calling Bodicea. her... Fucking Bodicea throughout. Anyway, so it yeah. turns out that, um as with every famous woman of the ancient world, Zina dead once fucker.
0: Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's another case of been there, done that.
1: Yeah. So it turns out that Izina is Boudicca's ex because of course she and is. She's I mean, not... that's that's not what they yeah. say. They say that we were friends, we fought together and I betrayed her. You know, they fought. Whatever. They fought together fought, like weasels in a sack. Fought together.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Well, yeah. not only
0: did she fuck her, but she fucked her over.
1: Yeah, she fucked her in more ways than one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But again, not not only is it enough to know that that um, they're being taken to Caesar. Oh well, free them, whatever they've done. It's also uh, drumming up mercenaries to fight with uh, with Bodicea. Well, I'm in. Yeah. I don't don't know what the beef is. Don't know what the backstory is, but I'm in. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so that's She's the a bit, set a bit up. hasty. Yeah. yeah. See this uh, this whole episode is actually a bit of a. Hang on, will I get my um, literature? Um student nerd hat on this is uh, this whole episode is a is in fact a classical tragedy, isn't mm. it? because the problem like the all the everything is caused by Zena's fatal flaw, yeah, which is her hatred of Caesar and this is like yeah. called out this is ex, this is explicitly called out towards the end of the episode by the villain of the week mm. who said that it is actually her everything that happens is actually because she couldn't look past her hatred and it's true yeah. so we even have a bit
0: of a chorus later with a bit with some guys singing <laughs> creepy <laughs> oh yeah we do we do get into folk a burana
1: yeah so, territory yeah anyway so this guy craster whatever his name is
0: yeah.
1: uh he uh, t- starts talking to gabriel about his gods because he believes in just the one god um and we have met people who
0: believe in just the
1: one God before numerous we times. We have. There's,
0: there's, we have. There's a lot of seeding here. Back, back mm-hmm. to Zena's friends who were the people of the book. We've, we've had. Uh, we met David and Goliath. We've, yeah. we've met various people who've talked about the one God. So we know, we know what we're talking about here.
1: Yeah, and like I think that this guy is kind of David-esque as well. You
0: know? yeah. yeah, yeah, he is. That there is, there is a touch. Um, so. Gabrielle and and Zina and Craftstar make their way to, um, I guess, to Calais, uh, yeah. proto Calais by by way of montage, and then they they make their way across the channel in the one boat that the one boat the, the one boat. <laughs> but on the way, Gabrielle and Craftstar cozy up, and he, and he's talking very gently in that. Almost sinister way that he has of the one yeah. true God, um, and and we know what Gabrielle's like. She's a sucker for this kind of shit. She's
1: she is she's absolutely taken. yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the thing. And this is why she. This is why he targets her as well because of her innate goodness. It's horrible. Yeah.
0: Boo! It's, Upsetting. Yes. Um, it's deeply cynical.
1: Yeah. So they get to Britain, and some Romans board the ship and say, "Fuck off." Basically yeah, it's, a no, what, it's, a no fly, it's a no fly zone. Yeah, it's a no sale zone. Um they we're having a bit of uh, post Brexit customs trouble mm. at the border. Um Xena yeah. is in this Zina is in a
0: metaphorical lorry and we are in case <laughs> not moving. Yeah, we're we're our <laughs> tail back. Yeah. <laughs> Which which is still there at the time of recording, and I yeah. dare swear it will still be there at the time of. Uh, it's going to be
1: there for the rest of our lives. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's, it's going to be like that. That episode of Doctor Who, the Gridlock episode yeah, of Doctor that's Who. That's what it is. Whole, whole dynasties will be born There'll on. There'll be
1: all sorts of catmen having kittens in there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're oh. laughing, but we're crying on the inside. We're actually yeah. raging on the inside yeah um but zina's anyway got back to someone else who's raging on the inside
1: yeah zina's got a plan she's like okay fine we'll go back to gaul uh and the romans just accept this and go okay cool let's go back to our camp on the coast that was um, easy that was easy but the thing is right lads i don't know how to break this to you but britain is an island and has <laughs> many 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 hundreds i dare say thousands of miles of coastline so they just go north up the coast a little bit. <laughs> just go. They just yeah. go past them <laughs> and dock at a different place. Like yeah. they, they bypass Cali and go up to Hull, sort of thing. You know, it's I don't, like, don't think they even. they don't even get, get as far as Hull. Hull. They don't even get as far as that. No, no,
0: they no. They, they go to like I don't know Ipswich or somewhere. It's I'm just rem- or Felixstowe, <laughs> Gravesend. Uh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I'm just remembering all the shitty port towns that we used to get P and O ferries to the continent from when I was a kid. Yeah. We definitely had a we had a Dover to Cali, but my dad got sick of driving all the way from Glasgow to, to Dover. quite a long, quite a far drive. That so is. we did do a we did do an overnight halt to Zeebrugge once.
0: Yeah. That's a <sighs> shit route. <laughs> <laughs> We we did um, Portsmouth. Oh.
1: there you go. Yeah. I don't think we ever did Portsmouth. Pretty sure we was either we were we were Hull people.
0: Why why didn't you just go to Norway instead? Would that not have been, <laughs> we could have been quicker?
1: <laughs> and considering that we always holidayed in Brittany, it probably would have been better weather as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the north of France is not a good place to go for a holiday in the summer. I'm just going to say
0: it pisses down. It rains there even worse than it rains here, I'm sure. In, inevitably I had a, a school trip there 'cause because <laughs> it was it was like a stone because I grew up on the south coast, as yeah, you, as you know.
1: Um, so there. It, it
0: was yeah, pretty much. And it 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 was pretty much like just being at home but people were eating prawns instead of yeah. chips. And yeah. um, saw saw my first flasher in, oh, well done. In, in in Brittany. Yeah, that was good. Oh, it congratulations. was Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations, Brent. Hey, Shall we get hey, back, let's to, get the back to the episode? <laughs>
1: yeah. This is a nice so, little detour for them. People enjoy this. I think our mm. I think our audience enjoys our little repartee that you and I yes. have. So,
0: that's, that's I, I that's the I only bit so. of this I'm enjoying that's at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, look, so um, but so B- is, Bodicea, right there, Bodicea and Zena fight, fight, fight them on the beaches. Oh
1: you've not even you've not even explained how how, how Bodicea arrived. It was because Oh well look, like, <sighs> this is this is fucking ridiculous. Zena went up mm. into the crow's nest of the boat, flashed yes. her sword around for a bit, and then let it let some light shine off it. Okay? Yeah. Right? And then later yeah. when she meets Bodicea again after they've done their fight, fight, fight on the beaches, she's like, So you got my signal? And I'm like how the fuck would you have how were you expecting her to get this signal? like well she was
0: responding she was responding to a signal from shore
1: oh was she okay because i was yeah, like, there, what? there was a,
0: there was a flash there was a there was a flash that um, if it was a john Buchan novel yeah. it would have been you saw the glint of glint of the African sun on field glasses from a <laughs> ridge across the across the savannah <laughs> um <clears throat> so it's kind of like that sort of little glint oh, oh, I that would be that would be better see i'll i'll Signal back, but with my highly distinctive sword, which reflects in a, a certain mm. range of UV light or something—I don't know. Could I be obviously some missed the.
1: I obviously missed the part of her mm. seeing something on the shore. Oh well. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's that. That's that's that whole argument of mine ruined. How was well, she expecting
0: uh, her to see this in the in the whole of Britannia and in the whole of the English Channel that there can only have been one signal going back and forth? It must have been Bodiceer and. Been. Uh, So,
1: they do the fight, fight, fight on the beach. Now, what I noticed was that now that we're actually in Britain, we've landed, Mm. uh, the director has put a disgusting blue filter over everything. And I think that is to
0: signify to the audience that we're now in a cold shithole. (laughs) Well, the the alternative is the Sherlock Holmes method of of having an an urchin going... (laughs) By Byrene and standard here, pea super in place for for fifty ninth year running. <laughs> so it's the same. It's the same.
1: That's how we know we're in Britain.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah. Uh absolute shithole. Anyway, so Britain sucks. <laughs> back to, back to the episode. <laughs> in case you in case you didn't know, Britain sucks yeah. and shouldn't exist. And we should split the country up into bits. Oh wait! Sorry, Emily, I'm getting good, political
0: now. <laughs> yeah, good, good news. They send the Romans running. Bad news: Gabrielle and Craftstar are captured, mainly yeah. through Gabrielle's just complete incompetency <gasps> running through a forest and running straight into some Romans. Yeah. Um. So they they get they get taken away. Um. But Bodicea, just to get Xena to 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 get a bleeding move on, um. Says no, no. They went on ahead. They'll be fine. Yeah, they're all fine. Um Yeah. But Dina quite
1: quickly discovers when she's back at Bo Boudica's camp. I'm just gonna keep saying Boudica.
0: I can't say Bodicea. Do you know, um Bodicea now because we've we've been schooled out of when mm-hmm. when I were a kid, when I were a nipper, we did say Bodicea, but we've you know, we've learnt, we've learned. Uh-huh. Um but Bodicea now means um Mrs. Overall to me. And <laughs> uh, so <laughs> You're obsessed the, with Mrs. Overall? I think you bring her up every week. I absolutely I love her. I love her so much. But her name is, is Bodicea. Bodicea overall. Except, except it's not. She says, My husband used to say to me. Bodicea, he used to say to me. And uh, Miss Babs says, Is your name Bodicea? No, Miss Babs, he was mad. He called me back because he was talking mad. So that's Bodicea for me. Anywho. Oh let's do an Icon Antiques podcast <laughs> okay. in- instead. I
1: haven't seen it, to be honest with you, so <laughs> it'll be a new experience for me. Um, anyway, so Amazing. she Zina and Boudicca and Boudica have a bit of a domestic now. Um where she leaps into mm. the camp she she finds out that Gabrielle's not actually there. She leaps into Boudicca's tent, punches Boudicca in the tits, and then kicks, <laughs> and then kicks her bodyguard in the throat. And collapses his airway, as far as I can tell,
0: she's mad. she's really upset. <laughs> she is seriously irked,
1: yeah, I would say that she's a little bit irritated, All right, um, but because Zena is no longer an evil baddie, she um does a bernie wolf, gets a Byro out, clears the man's uh, way. you know, yeah. there's something no one will get as well. But <laughs> never mind, what can you do? so um but yeah so budica's like well well you know uh, i just had to get you back to the camp somehow what are you gonna do she'll be they'll be dead you know if caesar's got them they'll be dead by morning and Zena's like no C- caesar will know she's my friend and will keep her till he can figure out how to use her against me and i'm like she he, he'll know she's your friend i mean how how though um. Does he, is he going to say that she's Greek and he's going to assume that every Greek person knows each other? Is that it?
0: I don't know. Perhaps she, <laughs> she knows that, that Gabrielle's going to start shooting her mouth off. <laughs> yeah. Gabrielle's going to start shooting her mouth off and acting like a
1: tit uh, next to a suspiciously high-backed chair facing away from them.
0: Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and and sure enough, so um, they've been captured, but but Gabriel and uh Craftstar are still having a little a little cozy chat, and we get a bit of uh Craftstar backstory. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a farmer, but his farm was was destroyed. He lost his family, all of that. All, you know, all the usual stuff. All the stuff. usual shit. Um, and what really put the tin lid on it for him was that he saw the the, the warlords that that raided his village. He saw them going and making sacrifices to Zeus and Hera, and it's like, but they're the same gods. You know, why, why, why? I thought God was on I thought the gods were on my side. Oh, so God not have a fuck his, about anyone though. Ha-ha. Lost his yeah, Lost his multi-faith in um, <laughs> in the Greek gods. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then came across a, a, a traveller from the east who mm-hmm. spoke of the one God, who spoke of the one true God, who was a god of peace and light and loveliness. Yeah, and, you know all the fluffy things, um, and then from that moment on, he couldn't bring himself to to take up the sword and or something.
1: It's basically so, this is,
0: s- sorry, what were you going to say? It's, it's a, sort of standard road to Damascus kind yeah. of stuff for, for standard
1: Gabrielle <clears throat> bait, to be honest. Yeah, it's just yeah, absolutely the, the sort of shit that Gabrielle is absolutely primed to believe in. And if I didn't yeah. know what was going to happen we would put in a new potential soulmate of the week because that's how it's sort of
0: framed. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Yeah, so there's a lot about hand-holding and stuff, but uh, Caesar does talk to Gabrielle for a bit and acts a bit sleazy around her. Um, And Mm. there's something with an apple as well. What is it with disgusting apple-related things?
0: Oh, I didn't notice the apple in this one. He
1: gives her a piece of apple on the end Mm. of a dagger and puts it in her mouth.
0: Oh, it's... I've blocked that out. Yeah, you I was, should. I was so traumatized by last week's Apple but Apple shenanigans. But... Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. All
1: the way through, all the way through my notes, I've called Caesar Mister Dog. By the way, and I, I feel like I need to bring the joke that? in. Do you not remember? I, I don't get the joke. No. You don't remember this. Jo- you don't remember the old dog food that is na- the dog food that's now called Caesar. It's got a little. Oh, right. <laughs> it's got a little <laughs> yeah. West Highland White West-y. Terrier on it. But back yeah. in the olden days, this was called Mister Dog, and then they renamed I, it. I didn't remember that. Only <laughs> I
0: know, I know it as Caesar.
1: Ah, Mister Dog. Yeah,
0: Mister Dog.
1: Okay. <laughs> There's a whole Eddie Izzard bit where he does where he does Caesar, and uh, he gets called Mister Dog throughout until he changes his name. <laughs> anyway. um, do you want
0: to go back and do do one of your candle laughter bits on that then? So it, it sounds like I found that really funny.
1: <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. okay. I don't. I. I. Right. You know. Now that I've now that I've told you about it, it's gonna lose its allure. Yeah. The literally. way that I can manipulate you. <laughs> <laughs> I can do all sorts. I can. You know. Since you leave the editing to me, and like I'm, I'm saying that as if I would ever let you do the editing. I know. I leave never the editing would. To you. I would absolutely <laughs> never let you do the editing. My God. Uh, <laughs>
0: The Why very idea. Why is that?
1: Because I don't trust you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> because I am a perfectionist. Now that may and come as a surprise you, to the listeners. Because, to drink is that because how... you
0: say more problematic things than me that need no. editing out? <laughs> no.
1: Absolutely it is not. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I think you'll find that you say way worse stuff than me that we have to I edit. I think you'll it. find. I think you'll find. I think you're fine. <laughs> um, yeah. No, it's because I'm a. It's because I'm a perfectionist, and I always think that if I'm not doing it, it won't be
0: done right. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're not doing it, it certainly won't be done on time. To be fair, so <laughs> you yeah, might, might as well yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah.
1: Anyway, moving on. So, um, it's now time for the first. Now, what a sentence this is! I bet you never thought that you'd hear this. <laughs> It's now time for the first of Gabrielle's crucifixions.
0: Yes. <laughs> so we've now seen one crucifixion each down. from our from yeah, our main one pair. One all. One all. But it's it's to be fair, it's it, he he only soft crucifies her.
1: Well, he would have done her full crucified. Like the, there was the the mallet was out. He was ready for the yeah. leg breaking, but Xena had Zena had anticipated this, and
0: was hiding under the hill. <laughs> This is this is pretty good. So first of all, so uh, Gabrielle and Craftstar have been soft crucified. So just just kind of pegged out on a line um, <laughs> on, the, on the beach, and uh, and they're they're about to get the mallet out to break the legs, and it's a fairground mallet. Yeah, on that, on that test your strength. It's a comedy yeah. inflatable fairground mallet. It is. Isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah. a whopper. Yeah. Um and the second point, like however long it's taken to, to put these um crucifixes up on the beach or on, on the on the hillside, on wherever hill. it is. It's a hill. On a hill. On a hill. Um I don't know at what point Xena and the and the, the Britons have dug pits underneath, yeah. covered them with undergrowth and made it look convincing. I don't know I cannot begin to Where imagine they the logistics have involved in that.
1: When did they have time yeah. for this? And as we find out in a scene just a few minutes from now, there are seven hills in the vicinity. Yeah, I, I so thought about going how into they that. Pick, there's, a, there's a whole. How do they know which hill? There's a, whole, it would be?
0: there's a whole seven. There's a whole seven hill thing. So Bristol built on seven hills. Sheffield seven hills. Or somewhere else. A few places. Rome. Um, <laughs> Rome. Fairly sure it's not Rome. <laughs> but yeah, that's, yeah. So yeah, maybe could be could be Bristol. However. Well, it's, it's Bodicea, and we know she's, like, East Anglia, so it mm-hmm. must be over there. But we're going to get some, some more evidence, some more geographical evidence later on, so... Yeah. That t- turns out the whole Seven Hill thing was, was just a bit of a red herring. Seven red herrings.
1: Maybe, the, maybe there used to be hills there and they aren't anymore. Maybe they've been smoothed out. <laughs> erosion. Hill erosion. Maybe Xena Could dug be. enough pits that there's now only six hills. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Man, try try getting your uh, your survey done around, around there. <laughs> Is there a history of mining in the area? You won't believe this. You wouldn't
1: believe this if I told you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so very improbably, uh, Zena and the gang pop up out of the yeah. uh, out of the ground beneath their feet and and save Gabrielle, who who quite rightly says, "Can we work on timing?" <laughs> I'm literally about to be crucified here. Yeah. Um, and but then, there's um, so there's there's a whole lot of um, divide and conquer talk at various points that. during this episode because if there's anything we know about Caesar, it's that once upon a time he said something about divide and conquer. <laughs> yeah. So that's now his whole shtick.
1: That's the only thing he knows. It's his yeah. whole philosophy.
0: Divide, divide a woman from, from her... her emotions and conquer her.
1: Divide a woman's legs Dang. from each
0: other and com- conquer her. Oh.
1: <laughs> well that happened. That is what that was that was his plan way back in season two. In in the episode Destiny. Don't make that face at me. This is not a visual medium. <laughs> no one can tell you're making a face. For the second week in the role, we do have the mm. uh, uh, a standoff between two throwing weapons. The chakram versus Caesar chucking a big spear at them.
0: Oh, yeah. We we, we get, um, this is the Robin Hood bit here, isn't it? So yeah, C- the... Caesar chucks his spear in rage because Xena's thwarted his plan. Um, and Xena throws the chakram, which splits the spear mm-hmm. mid-flight. Um, one splinter of which goes into Caesar's hand. And so that would smart. It would hurt a bit. This is the same
1: fucking showdown from last week. Like throw your chakram at the thing they've thrown at you. Th- that thing gets broken and goes back and hits them. Yeah. It's the same. Honestly, guys, get a new fucking
0: Let's... get a new standoff.
1: <laughs> yeah, get
0: get your creative juices flowing.
1: Yeah, something about juices. Let's can we cook with the juices though? <laughs> That's the real question. Yeah. Uh anyway, so Mr. Dog calls for all the legions to come and fight. He's talking about how Xena's big um weaknesses are emotions, but he seems pretty emotional right now, I'm gonna say.
0: He does. Um,
1: but this is typical, that's typical man, right? Anger isn't an emotion for them.
0: Uh <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, it's a uh, virtue, isn't it? Yeah, righteous anger.
1: The only the only emotions are <coughs> the are the ones that weak women have, you know, like compassion. Um <laughs> <laughs> you yeah know, whatever um so he calls for all the legions and then xena and the brits go to take the very temple that has been an issue all along who would have thought Ha-ha. you know and this is what i now said earlier because the uh, Z- uh, aries did appear to Zena before they went to britannia to sort of casually bring up this temple and and yeah, how don't, don't be forget good the temple and- how it would be good if it got destroyed wouldn't it um, mm. because he's trying to like if Caesar won't destroy the temple maybe I can manipulate Xenon's doing it which is so fucking stupid like Ares is supposed to be clever does he not realise that by making it clear to her that he wants this temple destroyed he is guaranteeing that she will defend it
0: you yeah. know well you say he's supposed to be clever he he only ever thinks with with little Ares doesn't he <laughs> When it's a it, it actually. It yeah, comes to he does
1: he does often he's,
0: have he's quite not, he's not clever. He's wily of... but that's not the same as clever.
1: Yeah, true. He's got a lot of ludicrously circuitous plots. Um yes. but Xena <laughs> always always um no figures them out immediately. So yeah, yeah he's an idiot here. This was so stupid what he did. Like he should just have ignored he should just have pretended that he didn't know what was going on. Um mm. So Xena frees the temple and now Galadriel's husband and a whole bunch of creepy women in hoods mm. um, can go into the temple to do their temple-y things there. Um, yeah. And Gabrielle so, stays with them. So, oh no.
0: Xena Z- goes on to press her campaign leaving Gabrielle with these. They're kind of like um, in hot fuzz. They're the they're the, yeah. the greater good. Yeah, people. they're oh my
1: god. They're the cabal. So Ares appears again for the last mm-hmm. time in the episode and he's saying basically saying you might not think much of the Greek gods, but we're not evil, which is true. The Greek gods yes. were capricious and
0: Capricious and chaotic,
1: but not Yeah, not actually, actually evil. evil. Uh, but he says this this other god is evil. And Zena's mm. like, evil to you pfft. You know, because she's got it in her head that this is the god, the one true god that she knows about, yeah. and she's like, "Well, according to you, they're evil. Just that be- he's evil, just because um he's gonna supplant you, you know, just but, like but you, you did to the Titans, the yeah,
0: Titans, and so on and so on. The
1: circle of life Shit happens, you know. Um, and it this is this is kind of sad as well because it's quite tragic too. <laughs> Ares um asks her to trust him, and she's like, based on what? And it's true. There is no tr- like, There's is. no basis for it. There's no reason, but she should mm. have done, because <laughs> he is for he's, once he's, telling the truth.
0: He's the war god, war god who cried wolf.
1: Yeah, but for once he um, is. For once he's telling yeah. the truth. Um, but he doesn't have any credibility.
0: Yeah, um, and it it becomes it becomes clear very soon in the temple that he's telling the truth because yeah. the the ritual about joining joining a circle and yeah. um oneness gets messy very quickly
1: yeah there's like oh right so Galadriel's husband is like uh, well basically what did you say the, the, the woman's name was is it you said Meridian M-
0: Meridian Meridian yeah, yeah.
1: apparently her name's Merid- Meridian uh, I assume she's from Greenwich um, uh, so <laughs> ha, thank you thank you for my pity laugh that was good of you <laughs> um, so she's like I'm going to take over this ritual now uh, we've made some changes since you've been away right Um yeah. And um so she starts the whole ritual thing and Crass starts like they've made a lot of changes you know he's talking through church oh rebel um huh. and then it very quickly transpires that um this is a sort of human sacrifice sort of ritual <gasps> and um. um they pull Galadriel's husband up onto the altar and he's shouting and begging for Gabrielle to help him don't let them kill me Gabrielle um you know and it's all
0: oh it's it specified that but what the one true God, and I think we hear his name for the first time. Dayhawk. Dayhawk. Earlier on, they said, oh, we're not allowed to, to speak his name, which mm. kind of feeds into the whole
1: it, yeah. Israelite
0: thing again, but yeah. uh, big, big old red herring. Um, yeah. but they actually say it, it requires a blood sacrifice. And we think, oh, they're going to take a human life. They're going to take, uh, Crustar's, Galadriel's husband's blood for the ritual. Yeah. yeah. Um, Gabrielle being Gabrielle is not having this because this isn't this isn't the one true God she's been she's been, she's been with, picturing yeah yeah. No. yeah. so like... she she launches in to to defend Galadriel's husband mm-hmm. and in doing so she takes the dagger, the distinctive dagger that the meridian's been wielding and it yeah. ends up in Meridian's gut. Mm-hmm. and the blood sacrifice was not the blood of Star. but it's not actually called this in this episode, but there was a whole thing about Gabrielle's blood innocence. Yeah. So it's her first blood, and that, that was the sacrifice needed to let the hoo ha out of the whatnot. That's the, the big bad.
1: Yeah. So yeah, the whole blood innocence thing has always been a, a sort of metaphor for Gabrielle's purity. Right, yeah, and kind of. This is where the trigger warning will come in. Kind of a yeah. ri- kind of um, uh, a not very subtle metaphor for virginity as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: like it's. I mean, like the this. I know this world is very violent, but it really can't be that hard to find someone
0: who's not killed someone. You know what I mean? And- um. <laughs> yeah, and that this 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 whole setup is just feels like layer upon layer of. Of horrible misogyny, you know, virginity uh-huh. and goodness and purity—all of those things, yeah, tied together, mm-hmm.
1: and and, yeah. and then all violated at the same time.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's so yeah. Gabrielle has been selected for this purpose uh, because she's a good, pure, innocent person. And yeah. this is what this is the sacrifice. This is the the mm. her loss of self, and yeah. her conception of herself. Mm. Um. So
0: it's horrible. They're basically yeah. It's it's very very horrible indeed. And it's it, one of those episodes that I think the writers, much later, oh we we didn't we didn't think it was that bad really. Didn't <laughs> it it. No, I think didn't they knew it.
1: No, I think they knew what they were doing. Like this is intentional. They wanted to, mm.
0: like,
1: they, they, you know, they. This whole season, the purpose of this season, or like the major arc of this season, has yeah. been to d- to grind down and destroy both the characters to their lowest possible point, and then build them back up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, like that. Um, you know that. Um, you know that broken pottery thing. You break a pot and you glue it back together with gold, you know. Yes. I think it's like that. I think that's what they were going for. So no, I don't think I don't. I think they did death. This is all completely intentional. All the implications mm. of it and all of the subtleties, that are not so subtleties. All of the layers yeah. of meaning that were taken out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it is all intentional. And from a distance, like at the time watching it, you're like, oh, this is horrible. This isn't the Zena I like. merr, merr, Um. Yeah. From a greater distance and thinking about it from a storytelling perspective, um, I think it's quite an interesting way to go. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's it's still horrible for what's... Of course it's horrible, yeah. I mean, like, this
1: is not... It's not a kid's show. Family show. show. It's not a family uh, show. It's a show for lesbians. Come on. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes it
0: worse.
1: (laughs) yeah no it's horrible what's happened to Gabriel? what happens to gabrielle here is horrible obviously yes yeah obviously um but yeah this is i mean I, the, like no one watches this episode for fun
0: do they you know no i won't be watching it again
1: no I, yeah i mean i don't think I, I have obviously seen it before maybe twice i don't know um mm. i had to i did have to make notes for this one because uh otherwise because I, I hadn't seen it for a long time and it's not one that you just choose to put on for yeah. uh, a bit of light entertainment is it yeah
0: yeah let's let's get back to the episode for a bit um we, we I cut away from this this horrible scene and Zena and um Boudicca are having a having a bit of a moment kind of oh i get why you did what you had to do blah blah but this this moment of reconciliation is kind of spoiled by Zena spotting the microclimate over the temple because we've got <laughs> thunderbolt and lightning very very frightening um, hang on that's the temple that's where Gabrielle is so I think so. this is
1: quite interesting right because even though she's a bit, they're about to have the big climatic battle with Caesar which is the only reason mm. she's there she just abandons that instantly doesn't she mm. when she thinks, when she realises that Gabrielle might be in some sort of danger which I think is quite yeah. sweet now the big climatic battle with Caesar is completely abandoned now and we don't get the resolution of it in this episode do we no. Um, they were supposed to have some sort of fight on these seven hills. Uh, Zena was like, "He'll have to split his army over the seven hills." I don't know why. I don't understand why they have to take this hill separately. I'm not. I don't really understand it. Divi- uh, but divide and luckily-
0: Divide and conquer.
1: You see, that's not... Yeah, but that's what she's saying, right? Caesar will have to divide his army and Boudicca says, divide and conquer. And you're like, meant to think this is some sort uh-huh. of... like, You're meant to think this is some sort of like big gotcha moment and you're like, that's yeah. not what he means by divide and conquer, idiots. <laughs> like...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Too literal. Too literal, bow. Yeah.
1: Anyway, so that's completely abandoned yeah. um, and Xena comes yeah. to the temple instead and then um, she finds Gabrielle on the floor distraught with blood on her hands and distraught and traumatised
0: and, and, and saying I, I murdered her, I murdered Meridian which no you didn't Gabrielle, I'm sorry yeah. you didn't,
1: you didn't murder yeah. her like this is yeah, yeah I mean the sort of victim blaming herself that's not subtle either is it but like she was manipulated into this and um, you know like Meridian wanted her to do it so that's not murder for a yeah. start uh, and she was yeah. manipulated into it, and she was defending someone's, what, thought she was defending someone's life. Yeah. And it turned out that he was just
0: tricking her. Um, so, yeah. like, it's not murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, and, and at this point, Star shows his true colours and, and goes full creepy and says she, uh, Gabrielle has fulfilled her destiny. Mm. Um, and then this and, is where and says, he says, da- Dayhawk will bring cleansing fire. And we can see he's going to do that because we can very clearly see the trail of lighter fluid on, that, <laughs> on the temple floor. <laughs> yes, yeah, so a there's a lot
1: of fire effects now. Um, yeah. Basically, Dayhawk sounds like a Tory government because he's like the old, the disabled. Uh, what else? old, yeah. The old and the maimed and the whatever. He, he's going to destroy them all. So basically sounds like just like cut benefits
0: you yeah know? And, and and other other right-wing other right-wing uh, policies of of the last hundred years
1: other right-wing governments are available yeah unfortunately
0: alas <laughs> um, and, and at this point the penny the Dinar finally drops for Zena, and she says hang on this isn't the the one true God of the Israelites. And Krasa's is like, uh, lol, no. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. how going? It's a different How'd guy. How'd going? Ha
0: ha.
1: Sort of the other guy.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Um, and
1: this is and when he does we, the thing, we, though. This is when he does his yeah. speech about basically saying, to Zina, this is your fault that she's here. You brought her here. And yeah. you came here because of your hatred. And therefore, mm. Dayhawk appreciates this a lot. Because that's yeah, exactly nice his sort of thing. It's his yeah. deal. It's the thing he likes, you know. Hmm. Um. So then we have to have a little fight. But Zena Gabrielle has been grabbed by a big thing, thing of fire, and taken up into the air. To yeah. s- uh, on this fire business, and while that's happening, she has a big fight with Craftstar, yeah. Galadriel's husband. Yeah, you were going to say something, and I interrupted Indeed. you like four times.
0: <clears throat> well, I, I. I wasn't sure what I was going to say, really, because this this is this is basically what we gave the trigger warning about. So this this whole mm-hmm. Gabrielle's dragged off by the this CGI fire, and it's quite well done CGI actually for for this for Zena for Xena yeah. for, for and for for this kind of thing, and she's sort of loops of fire, you know, twist around her ankle, twist around her body, hold her above the altar. Mm-hmm. Um, Recommend not actually you,
1: watching it too closely.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's my recommendation. But the, the, you you use you've used the word a couple of times. Violation, and and this is mm-hmm. you know it will become very clear over the next few episodes that this was a violation in in any number of ways. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's actually I found it horrible to watch. Yeah, it I, is I horrible. It really, really, really grim.
1: Yeah, recommend to be talk, honest, talk just sort stuff. of like not really looking mm-hmm. at that part, just look yeah. away. Um. Meanwhile, um, the fight with craft star is becoming a little bit ridiculous down on the ground so that's good it undercuts it a little bit doesn't it um because he turns <laughs> the- into a big monster man
0: <laughs> yes he does he does Do you know I'd, even since watching it, i'd forgotten that because it's so ridiculous um <laughs> and he's, he's the deliverer in,
1: he that's, is the hence
0: deliverer the name, hence the title i am the deliverer and he, he's, he's kind of like a slightly slimmed-down version of Bacchus, who we saw in Girls mm, Just Want to Have Fun. Yeah, it's that kind that,
1: of... It, it is that. I think it might be the same yeah. outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe slightly <laughs> modified. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Zena basically defeats this guy with sarcasm, right?
0: Yeah, extreme snark.
1: It's, extreme <laughs> snarkiness. Now, if only that worked, right, because... Uh on the Xena video game that i had for the nintendo 64 it was a fighting game and it was Xena yeah. versus various villains and mm-hmm. the deliverer was the final boss and i could oh, never really? beat him i could never beat the oh, fucking no deliverer you... i was probably just button mashing though that's my typical fighting game style like <laughs> no no attempt to actually learn the moves just press the same button over and over again
0: um yeah, yeah. so i could the, never beat the, him the other <laughs> The other the other moment of uh, unintentional comic relief in this scene comes uh, during there's an explosion. Mm -hmm. There's all this all this fire and fighting. That there's there's some kablam going on. And do you remember last week when (laughs) I I said that there was an explosion and it was clearly um, some boxes? Yeah. And I said there's a much worse one to come. It's this. It's as as the temple starts exploding. That there's an explosion and and these. Bricks. So you look at the temple, and it's it's well built. It's well constructed with, <laughs> um you know, nice, nice, good masonry, good square, heavy blocks of stone. Uh, so there's a couple of things that happen here. One is that this explodes, and you see it's obviously a petrol fire because it's very distinctive. <laughs> the, your petrol um flames, and as the it probably up something else now with the pieces of petrol. as as these as these blocks fly towards the camera you you don't even need to slow it you don't need to freeze frame you can see its boxes you can see the light through the holes in the boxes you can see the reflection on the tape along the boxes it is literally cardboard boxes very 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 obviously so that's shit so that's quite funny um so the temple explodes um Gabrielle and Zena have a little cuddle, and and Gabrielle delivers this this quite a little heartbreaking little moment. Is mm. it? It hurts inside. It, it it hurts inside. Well,
1: she says that like exact same line again in the musical
0: episode. Yeah, she does. She does. So that that seeded, and and again she says something that's been foreshadowed, and we'll come back to again. Is everything's changed? Everything, yeah, everything's changed. Everything which, has changed, which, which she was told would happen in the dream of. Morpheus, whatever that episode was, Dream mm, way back Bring in her. the day, Dreamscape, yeah. Dreamworker, so Dreamworker, everything, yeah, everything's changed. And the second ridiculous thing, so we've seen this very well constructed temple, um is clearly built with on good architectural principles. Mm. Um, but once the 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 stone facing is blown away, all that's left is some some uprights and uh, a couple of lintels. And it was Stonehenge. Yeah. Xena Z- invented Stonehenge. So yeah, we're in been, Wiltshire. You've been we're wondering about We're not in East Anglia. <laughs> we're not in Bristol. We're not in Sheffield. We're not in fucking Ipswich. We're in, we're in Wiltshire. It's Stonehenge.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Love a henge. Stop yeah. it.
0: Stop you me, it.
1: You me, guys, have been wondering how Stonehenge was invented and the fact yeah. that it's got... It's in Wiltshire, but the stone is from Wales and how did they bring the stone all the way there? You might have been wondering,
0: and why yeah. did they
1: do it when there was plenty of stone nearby? Uh, you might have been wondering all of these things, but it turned yeah. out that Xena did it.
0: Because Xena. Because
1: Xena. That is the reason. There is like no mystery so many anymore. Things.
0: Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like,
1: pretty much and everything. Thank.
0: thank the gods that's the end of this episode, but it's only the <laughs> beginning of our first... Full scale arc. Yeah. Um, so we've we've got more of this to come over the next few weeks. Oh yeah. Everything's changed. Just in... everything.
1: Everything has changed. This is true, Gabrielle. I I've I've written it down in my notes quote every... yes, you're right, Gabrielle, yep. correct. Uh I, I like this line that I put in, Zena and Gabrielle are left in the rubble, literally and figuratively. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Ooh, that's good. Yep. That's good. Did in you explain... this essay, in this essay i will (laughs) i was i had that beaten out of me writing in that construction at university (laughs) Bah. (laughs) perfectly it's fine there's nothing wrong with it i'm not i don't i don't think there's anything wrong with it fuck it um (laughs) anyway (laughs) (coughs) uh you never did we actually explain why the the temple exploded did we explain Oh, I can't remember. Why did it explode? Uh, because Zina, uh, because the Deliverer leapt at Zina and she put her foot on his tummy and sent him sprawling into the fire thing. Uh, So it's very much like last week. They blocked up the fire thingy with a blast furnace, with a blast shield, oh,
0: except it was a it, Deliverer is it, guy. Is it not just because his Bacchus-like cosplay costume was made of, like, polyurethane foam that'll be it yeah. It, just, Is it yeah it had it was actually
1: built of tnt um <laughs> so she did that and then the fire went out and gabrielle was going to fall mm. down and xena went and leapt over and defied physics once again to catch her in yes. the air and then land on her yes. feet um yeah a lot of physics defying stuff and then the big explosion yeah. which they're inside the building for but they're completely unharmed by it so um i mean we well, could say that's a plot hole lucky faces we could say that's a plot hole, but we also could oh, it's say that's the that, least of our worries. Well, we could say given what happens next week that Dayhawk deliberately didn't kill them. Preserved. Deliberately yes. shielded Gabrielle like and vessel. by extension Xena because of what happens next week. So So uh unfortunately there's, there's some foreshadowing for you. <laughs> unfortunately, guys, this is not the last we see of Dayhawk willing... Hmm. <laughs> the the fucker will be around for a bit. <laughs> so this is although it's not uh to be continued this is really sort of part
0: one yeah this is laying the foundation for yeah for, for what's for, to come.
1: for next week so right
0: yeah so well we now um, have the unsavoury task of scoring <laughs> this episode and i i have no idea how to go about this really because well, i hate everything about it
1: it's not yeah yeah uh, i think we need to make well for me i need to make the distinction between enjoyable and good yeah because uh, there are plenty of episodes of xena that i find enjoyable that are objectively not good <laughs> mm. and yes. then there's plenty True. of there are there are some episodes that are objectively good as in like well made well written achieved what they intended to achieve yeah. well acted and all that but are not enjoyable Right, so although I don't find this episode enjoyable and would never watch it for fun, mm. um, I'm gonna. I'm, I think I'm gonna give it like eight because I think that for mm. for its for its purpose in this in the series and for what they wanted yeah. to do, and for the yeah. seismic change that it sort of pres- presages. Is that a word? It is. Uh, did I pronounce it right? it right? I think what? I've only ever seen it written down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it is a it is a very very important episode, and I think quite. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's got that element elements of classical tragedy to it, which are uh, is sort of like catnip to me. I do like a
0: tragedy. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. it's an absolute handbrake turn for the whole. The whole show, isn't it? It's it not is just completely. this season's going to be different. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Everything changes. Everything's changed that share. It's <laughs> it's very uncomfortable viewing. Mm hmm. Really, yeah. I think for, for a number of reasons. Oh, um fun fun fact, uh Boudicca, Bodicea, uh mm-hmm. Jennifer Ward Leland is the wife of Michael Hurst.
1: Oh, cool. Wallace,
0: and Sharon the, the ferryman in his 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 real role. That's, Sharon that's how we like him best. Sharon Sharon. Sharon, Sharon. Sharon! Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta I gotta cross this river, you got, some, you, got some, <laughs> you got a couple of coins. Where's the coins? Uh, yeah his uh, real I ball, ain't taking yeah. no I ain't taking no breathers across this here f-
1: river. Um, okay, thanks. Yeah, she, she's
0: <laughs> <laughs> just harking back to happier times um when we were in the underworld and actually dead. Uh yeah, so <laughs> she she's she's Mrs. she's Mrs. Michael Hurst. Cool. And and she's still she's still active um, i saw one of my one of my friends from i don't know if i've mentioned this when i when i lived in new zealand um, oh, you
1: made a jingle um, for that before. yet when flam yeah. lived in new when, zealand
0: just made I up was, a tune there when flam lived in new zealand they no, that's um, good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's she's doing she's doing she's on the stage, she's treading the boards still. Anyway, so there's there's a little insight to the uh, the cultural life of, of New Zealand, which is still based largely around Michael worst and his acolytes. <laughs> 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 now that's, that's, that's like true nor fair.
1: I thought it was completely based around Taiko YTC and his
0: acolytes now. Oh yeah, I think things have things have moved on.
1: Have I pronounced things his name right? On. I've only ever seen it written down. I don't
0: know. <laughs> is this are we having a new section in the show. In the show,
1: it's a new section of the show of words that you've only ever seen written down and are not sure whether you're saying it right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> right. So all of this has been one long fucking di- diversion, so that you
0: don't have to give mm. the episode a rating. So come on. Um, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to dignify it with a score. With a score. Um. Well, she I, just wanted to leave it unscored I guess, then. I, no, no, I'm going to go for seven. Okay. Um, because I agree, I agree with you on all the points you've made. However, uh, taking a point off for saying um, Bodicea. Okay, fair enough. Not, not <laughs> Bodicea.
1: <laughs> fair enough. All right.
0: There we go. So the Bars eye view is seven point five, and we acknowledge this episode's importance in the mythos, mm-hmm. um, but we don't ever have to watch it again, and you can't make us so there. Yeah. Yeah, what you can make us do is watch the next episode, and we'll be talking about that next week. What's uh, so? It's a two parter, isn't it? What's? Uh, well,
1: it's what's not really episode? a two parter. It's called Gabrielle's Hope, isn't it?
0: Something like that.
1: Pretty sure. All right. I'm like ninety nine percent sure that's what it's called. <laughs> I'm just
0: checking.
1: So we'll, you're checking. checking? You're checking in case I'm wrong. Uh, on yes, yeah, the... Gabrielle's Hope. That's literally what I just said. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm checking. I'm fact-checking. Uh, there's there's, there's no, you know, fact-checking is, is an important function. Fine.
1: Whatever. Sorry. Let's go. <laughs> yes. Thank you for joining Bye. me for this really uncomfortable episode that neither of us really yeah. enjoyed. Yeah, let's do it again next week. <laughs> yeah. Bye. <laughs> literally. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bird's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flimflam. Follow us on Twitter at Podcast, and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Amazon and, of course, on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye!